Thank you for joining us today. For more information about our service times, visit okoegt.com. Also, stay in touch with us on social media by liking us on Facebook and following us on Instagram at okoegt. Now let's prepare our hearts as we go into the message. Today we began a brand new sermon series on honor. And my hope and my aim is to take this concept of, of biblical honor and learn to apply it in our everyday lives. Over the next several weeks, I will speak on today, honoring God. Next Sunday, the importance of honoring the king. And in the third week, we're going to talk about honoring one another. And this concept of honor runs throughout the word of God. First of all, we are called to honor God. We're also called to, to honor each other and then to honor the authority that God has placed in our lives. Now, honoring God is not something we do as Christians out of a sense of duty or to gain his favor. As if we, if we honor him, then we'll have more of his favor and we're trying to earn it. I want to settle this. You're already favored of God. You're the apple of his eye. To honor God is a response that we have for all that he has already accomplished and done in your life. It is a daily expression of recognition, of respect and gratitude to, toward the one who loved us when we were sinners and when we were his enemy. And that's what's so amazing about God is he loved us when we were unlovable. He loved us while there was yet enmity between us and him. But aren't you thankful he sent his son? That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So honor is something that we reflect, something that we do. We give God honor because we recognize that without his blessings, where would we be? Paul writing to the church of Corinth in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 20 says, For God bought you with a high price. A high price. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you expensive. Come on. <laughs> How many men can testify? Y'all already knew that. <laughs> God bought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. The context, the high price that we understand is the precious blood of his dear son, Jesus Christ. God bought you, purchased us, redeemed us with the precious blood of his son, Jesus Christ. Peter, the great apostle, writes in his first letter, chapter 2, verse 17, honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, and honor the king. The preacher in the Old Testament, the book of, of, of Proverbs, writes this, True humility and fear of the Lord leads to riches, honor, and long life. You received your notes when you came in. The first thing we want to talk about is we want to, to talk about defining biblical honor. 
write these two words, glory and honor. Glory and honor. Now turn with me to the book of Revelations. Revelations chapter 4, we're going to look at verse 11. And it's here that John the Revelator has a vision of heaven and there's worship taking place in heaven. And this is the song that was being sung in that heavenly choir. You are worthy, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things. They exist because of you, because you created what you pleased. The words translated glory and honor are closely related and often used interchangeably in the Bible. Yet there is a subtle difference between them. The word most often translated glory means something that has inherent or intrinsic worth. While the word translated honor means perceived value, to render or to esteem glorious. See, glory is a quality inherent in the one being glorified. Glory can be brought and thought of as a mirror that accurately reflects what is there. Think of it this way. When we accurately reflect the character of God, we glorify God. And when our life reflects the character of God, we're glorifying him, which brings honor to his name. And how many today want to live a life that honors the Lord? See, to glorify God is to honor him for who he really is. We glorify God when we demonstrate through word or action his glorious character or his deeds. And modeling the character of Jesus is a way to glorify the Lord because we're showcasing his attributes. So when we glorify God, we honor him. Now, write this. We're talking about a biblical uh, understanding of honor. It means to place priority on. Honor is prominent throughout the scripture. The Bible commands us to honor certain people. Most importantly, we're to honor God. In addition, we're to honor our father and mother. We're to honor the elderly. We're to honor rulers, church leaders, and others who serve Christ faithfully. We're also to honor certain God-ordained institutions, such as the Sabbath day. You're here today worshiping God on your Sabbath to bring honor to the Lord. We're also to honor the institution of marriage, marriage between man and woman. What then is honor? The biblical words often translated as honor can have a number of shades of meaning. As a baseline definition, to honor means to esteem and to treat another with respect because of who they are or what they have done. Honor has this sense of value, of price, of quality. That which we value and esteem is honored. And the biblical use sometimes means to seek to enhance the reputation of someone else. When you honor them, you are esteeming the reputation of that person. When you honor God... 
You're telling those around you he's the most important thing in your life. It's so important that you and I live a life of honoring the Lord. So it brings us to this thought, what does it mean to honor God? What does it really mean to honor God? It means to give God that which is due to him. Due to him in regard, in respect, in reverence, in admiration, in adoration, in praise, in submission, in obedience are due to him. See, when you walk in obedience, did you know that you're honoring God? When you love your brother as yourself, did you know you're honoring God? When you, when you, when you come to the, the place of worship, did you know you're honoring God? See, when you're living your life according to biblical principles, when you're living your life according to the word of God, you're honoring the Lord. See, what does it mean to honor God? It means to, to honor God, means to worship God. When we come together in corporate worship, when we sing songs, we are, we're honoring God. It's just not a song that we sing. We're actually bestowing honor upon the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We're demonstrating to others the priority that we place upon him in our life. It is a testimony to others of what is important to you. But write this under C, the greatest commandment. The essence of what it means to honor God is revealed to you and I in what Jesus called the first and the greatest commandment. So turn in your Bibles to the gospel of Matthew chapter 22. Matthew's gospel, chapter 22, look at verse 37 and verse 38. These are the words of Christ. It says, Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. See, God is deserving of the highest honor because of who he is and because of what he has done. He's given us his best. He's given us his all. And we honor him when we give him our all. The first and the greatest commandment is to love the Lord, your God, with all of your, not part of your heart, but all of your being. Not part of your time, but with all of your time. Everything about you, everything that you are. We don't compartmentalize our lives. He wants everything. Every aspect of your heart and your life is to bring honor to the Lord. He's our sustainer. He's our creator. He's our redeemer. Our very breath, our very life comes from God. In Acts 17, verse 28, it says, in him we live, in him we move, in him we have our being. We exist. All that we have, we have received from him. All things have been made by him and for him. We can only honor God if we live not for our own glory, but for his glory. He's worthy of all honor. See, honor originates in our hearts and refers to the value that we personally place on something or someone. Has God been faithful in your life? Were you once bound, imprisoned? Were you once broken, 
and crushed? Were you once lost and forsaken? But today you are free. Today you rejoice. Today you are healed. Today you can see. Today you walk in true freedom. Church, our life is to be lived in honor to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords for all that he has done for us. Can somebody give God praise? Think of it this way. Collectors hold certain items in higher esteem than non-collectors do. What others overlook may be highly valued by someone else and therefore honored. You ever passed over something, didn't realize its value, its worth, only to discover somebody came behind you, they bought it, they purchased it, to discover it was worth something. You ever saw something that you didn't see much worth to, but then an artist comes and begins to describe the value of it, and you begin to see the honor of that vessel? Let me tell you how the world is going to see the value of your God. It's when you honor God, with your heart, your life, the way you talk, the way you live, and everything begins to orientate around him, the world begins to see the honor of your king, of your Lord, of your God. When we honor God, we're demonstrating the high regard regard that we have for him. We're reflecting his glory back as praise and as worship. Do you know when you go to work, you go to the job tomorrow, Monday, and when you work as unto the Lord, did you know that that's bringing glory to God, honor to God? You're reflecting worship back to the Lord because you're not working for the hourly wage. You're not working for the salary that's been decided to give you. You're working as unto the Lord. Which brings us to our third point that we really want to spend some time on. How, how does one honor God? What does it look like when my life is honoring God? How can you know when you're honoring the Lord? I think it starts with this. Give yourself or ourselves to the Lord. It's so important. It begins with giving ourselves to God. Not once, but every day. Listen to what Paul writes to the church of Rome in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Romans 12, verse 1 says, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all that he has done for you. Give your bodies to God. Now, the old English says this, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you become this living sacrifice, a living sacrifice to God. Now, now, now notice how the New Living Translation puts it. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. What is the correct way? 
What is the way to worship him? Remember, worship is bringing honor to God. When you give yourself to the Lord, you give your bodies, you give your life to the Lord, that's the true way to worship God. So it begins by giving the Lord the honor due his name by giving him our selves. So as you break down the New Living Translation, it begins with that word give, surrender, to lay down, to sacrifice. Your bodies speak of holistically, not just part, but everything. Not just your Sunday, but your Monday. Not just your spiritual side, but all of you. Your physical, your mental, your emotional, laying everything at his feet. What brings honor to God is when you give yourselves to the Lord. And the reason we do this is because of all he has done for us. Can anybody testify God has been good to you? Can anybody testify of the faithfulness of God? Can anybody testify of where he's brought you from? Can anybody testify of where you're headed? So we're to live a life of honor to the Lord. And it begins by giving ourselves, our life, our bodies, our whole being to him. Now, sometimes a good paraphrase helps us grasp the truth of a verse. So I want them to put up the message translation of Romans 12, verse 1. It's a, it's a, a good paraphrase of this verse. So here is what I want you to do. God helping you. Notice there, the dependence upon the Lord. Because to live this way, you need the help of God. You need the help of the Holy Spirit. You need the strength of God. So God helping you take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. I love that picture. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping self, your eating self, your going to work self, your walking around life. Other words, holistically, every part of your life, and you place it before the Lord. That's what it means to honor God with your life. That's what it means to live with biblical honor. Embracing what God has for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Uh-oh. Don't become so accustomed to your culture that you fit into your culture without even thinking. If you've not given the Holy Spirit the freedom to check you, mm. how many understand what it means, the Holy Spirit, to check you? We need the Holy Spirit to check us. If fitting in with the culture becomes second nature... You do it without thinking. You do it just out of the motions, and it's just the thing you do. Then are we 
living a life of honor to the king. Allow the Holy Spirit to check you. Check your attitude. Check your behavior. Check your motives. Check your relationships. Oh, come on. Y'all getting quiet now. You say, preacher, you meddling now. Now, come on, preacher. Now, you, you talk about that, but you're getting too close to home. Let the Holy Spirit check your relationships. Let the Holy Spirit check your friendships. Let the Holy Spirit check your job performance. Mm, that's good preaching. Let the Holy Spirit check your life. I stated this earlier, and I think it's worthy of our attention again. We glorify God when we demonstrate through word or action his character or his deeds. And modeling the character of Jesus is a way to glorify God because we're showcasing his attributes. And when we glorify God, we bring him honor. And this is accomplished when we write this, write the word reflect, when we reflect his character. When we reflect his character in our personal life. We mirror his character in the way that we live. Going back to Romans 12, verse 10. Let me read it again out of the New Living Translation. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, which is pleasing, and which is perfect. You want happiness? You want joy? <laughs> Quit seeking happiness and joy and begin to seek God's will. Begin to seek his character. Begin to seek to honor him. Then you will begin to discover that which is pleasing, that which is best for you, and that which is going to bring honor to his name. John 12 or John 15 verse 8. Jesus talking about how the branch abides in the vine. The branch is meant to bear fruit. And without the vine, you cannot bear fruit because the branch cannot do it on its own. In verse 8 of that same analogy, that same chapter, says, When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings glory to my Father. In this instance, that word glory means to bring honor. It means to influence one's opinion about another so as to enhance the latter's reputation. It means to praise. It means to honor. It means to extol. When your life bears the fruit of the Spirit, when your life bears the fruit of Christian character, it brings honor to the Lord. We are meant to reflect his character in our personal life. Not only in our personal life, but to people around us. We honor God when we reflect his character to people around us. This may be done through words of encouragement. Don't talk down to your neighbor. Encourage them. Speak to their future. Speak to who they can be in God. 
we also reflect his character in people around us by how we respond to difficult situations. When we respond in peace and not conflict, when we respond with solutions and not negativity, when we respond with joy and optimism instead of sadness and despair. See, the world is expecting you to act like them. The world's expecting you to give in to the, to the hopelessness and despair. But when you respond with peace and joy and hope, you're reflecting the character of Christ to others. And it's bringing honor to the Lord. Because it's just a matter of time before they ask you, tell me about the peace you have. Tell me, tell me how you can have joy when, when everything around you is so chaotic. Tell me, tell me about what gives you this, this peace. And that's the moment that you can honor God by sharing your faith with them. Let me tell you how. How we honor God, not only by reflecting his character inwardly and reflecting his character to those around us, we do it in how we serve others. We just watched a video a few minutes ago of our church serving others. Many of you serve in our our, our warehouse weekly. Many of you serve every Sunday. Many of you serve in small groups. But it's not only serving here, and quote, the ministry is also serving others at the workplace, in the marketplace. It can be a random act of kindness. That's how you bring honor to God. Finally, how can you honor God? We're going to get serious here for a moment. Write these two words because they go together. Money and heart. Oh, 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 they're tied. They're tied together. Money and heart. Proverbs 3, verse 9 and 12. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. To honor means to hold in high esteem. It means to recognize something or someone as being great and worthy. In relation to the Lord, it means to, to speak with respect and highly of. In some languages, it's expressed as show that the Lord is great. Show that the Lord is wonderful. Show how much you respect the Lord. Show how he is first in your life. I love Robert Morris's teaching on the blessed life. We've shown this teaching for many years now. And I love the analogy that he says, and he uses it with the string between the wallet and the heart. And it's like you pull the wallet out and it tugs on that heart string. I think Jesus said it this way. Don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat, rust destroys, Thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moth and rust cannot destroy. Thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will be also. Could the inverse of that also be true? Could it, could it be you find a man's treasure and you'll find his heart? 
See, to honor God is to honor God with the best of what we have. Because the truth of the matter is this, everything we have is because of him. So we bring our tithe to the storehouse. We bring our offerings to the storehouse. We bring ourselves to him. And we say, Lord, I want to honor you. I want to honor you with my life. I want to honor you by reflecting your character. I want to honor you by living according to your word. I want to honor you with everything I have. This is how you honor God. In closing, musicians are making their way. The Father tells us that we cannot honor him unless we honor the Son, Jesus Christ. To truly know God, you got to know his Son. Know his Son, Christ. Writing in John's Gospel, John records the words of Jesus. In addition, the father judges no one. Instead, he's given the son absolute authority to judge so that everyone will honor the son just as they honor the father. Anyone who does not honor the son is certainly not honoring the father who sent him. How can we say we honor God, but we've not honored the son? To honor the son is to honor the Father. To disrespect the Son is to disrespect the Father. So many people want to bypass the cross. So many people simply want to turn over a new leaf. So many people simply want to start living a good life. But can I tell you, it has to begin by honoring the Son. For whosoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. This is eternal life, to know thee the only true God, the Father, and the Son, Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. To live a life of honoring the Father, is to live a life serving the Son. I need you to hear that. To live a life of honoring the Father, you have to live a life of serving the Son. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for your word. Your word is powerful. Your word speaks to us. God, your word speaks to me. Father, I, like so many here today, we want to understand this biblical concept of honor, and we want to honor the Father. And Lord, the best way to honor the Father is to give our lives as a living sacrifice, to surrender to the Son, to experience his resurrection power, to experience his life flowing through us, the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit renewing us, transforming us, and conforming us to the image 
of Christ. This is the way to live a life of honor to the Father. Lord, we want to give you the best of everything. Our life, our resources, our talents, we give it to you. As our head is bowed and our eyes are closed, honor begins by surrendering to Christ. Maybe you find yourself drifting away. Maybe you find yourself kind of lost in the culture of the world, buying into the arguments of our culture. Maybe you find yourself broken. Maybe you find yourself struggling today. I want to ask you, surrender to the Son. Surrender to Christ. Give your life, give your heart, give your being to Him. If you're here today, you say, Pastor, I want to surrender to Christ. I want to surrender my life to Him. I want to give it all to Him. If that's you, lift your hand toward heaven to say, pray for me, Pastor. Yes, yes, I see that hand, young man. God's working and moving. God's got a future and a plan for you. I see that hand, Mama. God's got a plan and a future for you. God's going to heal you. God's going to work and move and bring wholeness to your life. Surrender. It's a simple prayer saying, have mercy on me, Jesus. I confess my need of you, Jesus. I believe in you, Jesus. I accept you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you today. Lord, we want to live a life of honoring the King. We want to live a life that declares you deserve the glory. You deserve the honor. We give you praise. We give you worship today. Church, can we stand together? I'm going to ask you for a response. I believe that we need to respond to the preaching and teaching of the Word of God.